groovy. <laughs> this is Spooky Spoilers. <laughs> yes! This is Spoilers. I'm your host, Pappy, and that evil laugh at the end of the intro means this is the season of Spooky Spoilers. Huzzah! Joining me today, we have Babyface Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Self-anointed babyface Brett. How's it going, man? Pretty good, man. <laughs> Brett, how often do you get carded? More often than I should for being 30, <laughs> 34 years old. Brett, what was your state of mind going into Spooky Spoilers 2018? Were you were you spooked? Were you nervous? No, I was pumped. I didn't get a lot of spooky action last year. Uh, I missed a lot of those ones, so I'm excited to be hopefully a little more involved this time. Do you like horror? You always bragged about how you were never scared as a baby. I don't know if that's carried over into adulthood. <laughs> so many things. Uh, uh, I don't like horror movies, but this was not scary, so uh, I'm good so far. Well, Stevie, you you jumped in and asked Brett a question there. You're recording from Elkhart. I am. Why do we do so many horror comedies? Why is it so fun to talk about? They're just hysterical to talk about. Um, I think one of the first ones I did is what we do in the shadows. And I think it's just fun to have like gory movies with comedy behind it. I don't understand what's so hard to understand. Like, I feel like I'm going to be defending this movie all night. These <laughs> guys, Duke's up, ready to go. God, let's I'm ready to go because I love this trilogy. But yeah, let's do it. What's your favorite horror comedy? Quadrogy. Favorite horror comedy? Horror comedy. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Nice. Like, I go to that movie quite a bit just for happiness. Mike, you were on the What We Do in the Shadows episode, right? Uh, yeah. What, what's your favorite horror comedy? We've done a lot, and you've picked, uh, you picked Beetlejuice last year. That was a good horror comedy. Yeah, Beetlejuice is pretty good. Um, like Stevie said, Army of Darkness is another one in this trilogy that I so actually good. own. That's pretty good. That's got a lot of crazy special effects in that. I, would probably say Army of Darkness is really fun to watch. But, like, also Friday the 13th is really fun to watch with friends. You get really drunk watching, too. It's really funny. I would love to get some friends someday so I can watch Friday the 13th. Um, <laughs> Jordan, you're, you hail from the land where Evil Dead 2 was shot, North Carolina, and you were also recently hit by a hurricane. Our audience has been sending their thoughts and prayers your way. Uh how are for you Devin. doing? How are you doing, Jordan? Uh, I mean, it's it's the it's the wettest we've been in terms of water today. Um, <laughs> Jordan's but, so wet. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, all proceeds of this podcast are going to victims of Hurricane Florence. So I'm well, uh, pretty happy about negative that. Negative fifty dollars. That's good to hear. And then let's go last, but certainly not least, Yobuava, according with Mikey. Josh, I remember you saying on the first Evil Dead how you wished it was more like this movie. Do you remember how old you were when you saw the this movie, Evil Dead 2? You know what? I haven't even seen this movie before, and I didn't realize that. I was so you lied. So you lied I was mistaking everybody. this for Evil Dead 3, Army of Darkness. Which no I one calls this it Evil was. Dead 3. You fucking serious? Which I thought it was until like 15 <laughs> minutes into this movie. <laughs> so how old were you when you first saw it? Like 42? I was in, I was in college, and oh. actually Kyle McVeigh showed it to me. 
Friend of the pod. Yeah, the Oklahoma City bomber. Friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> if I can piggyback on what they were talking about earlier, though, about horror comedies, I think it was Please. Stevie chose one last year, and it was the first time I'd seen it. It's by far my favorite ever. It's Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that yeah. is such That's a good movie. Awesome. Pappy but Josh, you have to like this movie because Cabin in the Woods wouldn't freaking exist if not for this movie. Pappy oh, yeah. The tree one. from Cabin in the Woods is in this. There you go. He, re- he reprises his role. <laughs> <laughs> He's it's actually the tree's son. <laughs> Nepotism. Well, Again, in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you were on Evil Dead 1 last year. Let's just jump right into it. How do you reconcile the fact that this is Evil Dead 2, but... Well, do you want to talk about the intro? Like, what happens? It's so confusing. It's like the same thing, right? The intro is like a quick recap retelling of the first movie. Are you I just think- reading Wikipedia right now? <laughs> Who? You. No. No. He's no. Not. Saved okay. by Mikey drinking. What are you talking about? Stiff Brother drank. Jordan. Wikipedia. The movie opens with a brief recap of the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I have, too. But dude. <laughs> it does. I, I can confirm. Josh Long knows the best He's words. not reading Wikipedia. <laughs> what I was going to say that confuses me, though, is that Ash is like a reoccurring character, <laughs> but like somehow the events from the last movie don't take place in this timeline. So it's really, it's it just is. like... It's like a quick remake of the last. It's movie, a requel. Just, should it be like Evil Dead Point Two, like Version Two? I was thinking it was either an anthology, or Ooh. I have a theory later that I'll get Cloverfield. to. Cloverfield. Ooh, a theory. Ooh. He has a theory, but he's going to save like- it. He's going to yeah. save it for the pod later <laughs> in this pod. pod after the ads. <laughs> <laughs> So, Josh, so what kind of just well, for our audience, you were on Evil Dead 1 last year. Just recap what happens in this first little montage so we have a place to start. It starts with them driving in the woods through the countryside, and they're like, we're going to go to this cabin, and we don't know much about it. And they get to the cabin, and kind of towards the middle of the other of Evil Dead 1, he has to decide to like kill his girlfriend. Or maybe that's towards the end. I don't really remember, but that happens like immediately. In this movie, he has to like slice his girlfriend's head off and we got some bags early in this movie, but they're like dead bags. <laughs> Phenomenal dead, bags. Gross bags. Stop motion bags. <laughs> hey, bags are bags. Is that it? I mean, what else happens though, Pappy? There. I mean, yeah, it it happens so fast. It has like a frenetic pace, and it's just this quick transition with the shovel, and he's buried, and then like, I don't understand the days in this movie because then it's just like the daytime. All of a <laughs> well, sudden. that's how the first movie ended. Yeah, that's a good well, point. Well, Stevie ended. What? I was gonna say you have been chiming in here like you have the answers. I can't wait for you to explain what Evil Dead one to like the common thread that ties them together. So they wanted to do a recap of the first movie with just like a matchup of the actual footage they used, but they didn't have the rights to do so. And so they like pretty much retold the first movie as quickly as possible. 
And when he's flying through <laughs> the air and lands is when like two officially starts. Does that make sense? Because the movie ends, the, the first movie ends with daytime and evil coming upon him and he, it's just him screaming. Why so, didn't they just say previously on Lost? Because <laughs> it's the 80s, the decade you and Brett are from, crusty ass decade. But actually, the intro titles reminded me of Lost as like a slow zoom on those letters. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. Lost. Good show. And the smoke ABC. monster. Ooh. Ooh. I also enjoyed the part where Ash turns into an airplane propeller, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> reminded me of like a Peter Gabriel music video. Doesn't doesn't you eighties kids? Doesn't yeah. Crash Bandicoot? Doesn't Crash Bandicoot fly through the air like that at some point? <laughs> yeah. So that's officially what happens, CV, is uh, they're retelling like the last 15 minutes of the first movie. Yeah, because they couldn't get the rights to show like a mashup of like what happened. So they just had to reshoot okay. it and kind of do like a requel. Where it's like, we're going to remake the first one, but then we're going to tell the second one as fast as possible. Does that work for you, Pappy, in any way? I was pretty confused. I liked it. I like I like how it's not even explained either. Like I like that it's just an audience sitting down because they could have just called it like evil. They could have just called it Death by Dawn, and it would have been like soft reboot culture. You know what I mean? Like Jurassic World style, where it's like, is this the same universe? I'm confused, but there's like, fuck you, audience, figure it out. It's Evil Dead Two. <laughs> the point of it. <laughs> evil Dead Two. They didn't really- put the. It's just Evil Dead Two. <laughs> evil Dead Two. But yeah, so then like like I said though. Like Ash gets thrown across the woods and it instantly becomes night again. <laughs> and he's possessed by an evil creature, which I love the the practical effects. Brett, I know you're a hater on this movie. Did you could you at least appreciate the costuming that was done and the prosthetics and the makeup? Um Yeah, sure. No, oh, I mean oh, it, that hurts, boy. Brett. Explanation, Brett. Good job. <laughs> Uh, make, like, be, be specific. Which part are you talking about? Um, this is like when he's uh, transformed. The the makeup yeah, on actually, Ash, where he has the the white out contacts where they couldn't even see anything. It's where he know? looks like Paul Rudd. The stuff on him was a lot better <laughs> sure. than the other stuff. Like I thought, he actually looked pretty good. He was the best zombie by far. He was like really twitchy and good at that. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, he was pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. And then there's this great shot, too, of a tracking shot where the demon is, like, chasing Ash through the house. And they knock down the doors for, like, the first of, like, ten times <laughs> in this movie. The doors just that keep getting knocked was down. Good. That was good. I enjoyed that. That was a maze of a shot. It was fun to watch. But they're, like, they're literally running through, like, the back lot of the set. Like, you can see, like, the wires at one point. And, like, cause I watched... Uh, they're making up. They're like, yeah, he wasn't supposed to like go over there. Like they're running through like the wires. Like, if you look closely, you can see like people just standing around like in the shot. <laughs> it's like, <what? laughs> it's that it, Brett. It's that sweet, sweet schlock that makes this movie so lovable. But I'm gonna Brett. I'm gonna have you describe Annie and Ed because I think this is kind of maybe a flaw of the movie because we have two storylines going on and we cut to the airport. How would you describe these two characters, Brett? Um, they're the 
corny looking blonde guy and the <laughs> the main chick, right? Uh, they're sure. they're going yeah. not they're going to yeah, meet chick. her parents who have discovered this death book, and they're just they it's the book they of meet the dead. two other strangers, you know, two pretty good looking women in a de- demonic forest. It's kind of weird, but I don't know the. I, I don't know. Did the split storylines bother you? Did it feel like it slowed it down? Because that would be one of my only complaints with the yeah. movie is that it's it's going at such a breakneck pace in the cabin. Yeah, and it, that's, we have to grind back to the airport a yeah, couple times. Yeah, kind of what it, it felt like. The harbinger, felt like a cartoon where Bruce Campbell was. Like I could hear like Wizard of Oz music, like like he's just kind of going around going nuts. <laughs> so it was just kind of weird. It's like really bland storyline between two really boring people and like Bruce Campbell, who's doing his darndest to kill things. And he's being all spastic. And it was weird. You're right. That's, I don't think I noticed it until you brought it up. I feel like those characters were trying to fix what sucked about the first movie. And that like, there was this book of the, it was like trying to tie more threads into like actually putting a story and like uh, a quest behind the book instead of it just being an object. So the whole thing with her like reading it and like almost stopping the whole thing at the end, it's kind of like what drives the plot. So at least Evil Evil Dead 2 does have a plot where I'm not sure Evil Dead 1 has like any plot. I was so happy when they came in with the the other storyline because <laughs> the first the first oh, like Jordan. thirty forty minutes of this movie is exactly the same as the other one. It's him getting like tossed around by this smoke monster or whatever it is, and I needed it's something to kind dead. of yeah, it's the Evil Dead. I needed something to kind of drive some new kind of story. Um, but sorry, my kind talked of over story, you. some Anything. kind of story, yeah, <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Anything. just that I thought that these characters were just brought in to like explain the lore of the book or whatever mm-hmm. to kind of shed some light on how the book kind of works or something. Just so, I mean, in the first movie, there's just a book. You don't know anything about the book and then there's zombies everywhere. So this this time around, they just explain it a bit more. And there are still zombies everywhere. all right well let's cut back to the cabin the part that jordan hates uh and one of my favorite sequences of the whole movie things are kind of starting to get a little weird you could say ash is starting to love when he's dancing with the lamps a little bit and like the light shades and stuff that is so awesome (laughs) (laughs) and like he he sits down in a rocking chair and then linda's head just like falls from the top of the set I, i don't know and like lands in his lap and then we go to the woodshed for the first time. Jordan, do you remember what happens with uh, Linda's head here in the uh, woodshed? Yeah, he puts it in like a vice, and then it suddenly <laughs> it suddenly turns back into normal Linda, and he almost holds back from sawing her ass or her face in half. Um, <laughs> but then he proceeds to saw it in half, and blood covers every inch of the inside of that woodshed, and the light bulb included so it's all red and weird and such yeah, an iconic so. shot that light bulb it is even now she burns <laughs> in hell well it's used a lot for our evil dead stuff like that light bulb covered in blood it's used a lot just to like show like evil it's dead also stuff. in mother stevie you just watched that movie 
remember when they're in the basement and the yeah, light bulb gets yeah. filled up with blood? It's that a total movie, um, to, to this. don't know how to feel about that movie. Is this the first movie that did this? Well, it's in the Evil Dead 1 oh, okay, okay. as well. Yeah, and it's but also think it's in it Ash vs. Yeah. Evil Dead. So, yeah. The old self riff. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Playing the greatest it- hits. <laughs> <laughs> There is a great part in that shed, though, and they were talking about it in the documentary or the making of, and it's it's the the effects guys basically. If you watch the the making of, and it's just kind of them bullshitting around, like recalling their times on the set when they were like way younger and just kind of crazy asses. But they were like reading the script, and they're like, "Oh, dude, so this." This woman comes in and her head's been cut off and she comes in with a chainsaw and it's going to be so scary. And then they get on set and Sam Remy's like, all right, get the Muppet in here. <laughs> it's a plastic chainsaw with the Muppet. <laughs> like, this is not what I was expecting. Get the Muppet in here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But we, Brett, we didn't mention Jake and Bobby Joe. Um, do you want to talk about them a little bit? Because they're about to come into come to the story in a big way. Well, the two other people are stuck at that bridge that's broken. And what's the guy, what's the guy's name? Uh, Jake. Kind of a, I don't know. Jake Ryan. Hillbilly ish. And then Bobby Joe just creeps up out of nowhere. (laughs) And they're kind of, (laughs) they're both kind of mean, but they take them on this trail to get them to the house, and that's where they kind of disappear for a while. They're kind of a mismatched couple. Yes, oh, yeah. he uh, was not. He's punching above his weight. Is there some incest being implied she, here? She was definitely too good looking for him, and he was just a Billy Bob. I don't know. I, I gave them backstories, but yeah, it didn't seem like they went together at all. What were their backstories you gave them? I figured he was a wealthy pig farmer and she ran away from home. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the shit? Pig farmer? Basic Dude, they make a lot of money. I'm just saying. Nothing tames the heart of a young runaway woman like a young runaway, like a pig, pig farmer pig with farmer. lots of money. It's a pig conglomerate. This is exactly titan, what I ran away from. Titan home of industry. For. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the backstory I gave them. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. Hey. I just remembered. But, but yeah, that's right. There, there is a trail. You, you could uh, follow Bobby Joe and me. Sounds all right to me. But it'll cost you. How much? Forty-five. Hundred bucks. Tell you what. You take my bags and you got a deal. All right, well, back in the cabin... One of my favorite running gags, and like I think one of the best parts of the little movie is the the hands, the things that go on with the yeah. hand. Uh, oh, this yeah. is exactly <laughs> where it happens in the story. Josh, I, I bet you appreciate this too. Do you want to talk about the hand a little bit? Yeah, Sam Raimi. Uh, sorry, Bruce Campbell is really 
called on here by the director to do some serious <laughs> acting and have his hand attack him for about five minutes. Uh, it's pretty convincing. It's so great. And it ends in like a really satisfying, like he's happy to cut off his hand by the end of it. Like he's joyfully slicing and dicing <laughs> his own arm. Uh, I think that's what's the most enjoyable part about it is like Ash's over the top resolve and like him kind of going crazy and just like embracing the ride. It's kind of like what Stevie talked about earlier where he starts dancing and laughing with all the inanimate objects. (laughs) He's just like losing his mind, but like going for the ride. And Pappy, sorry to derail, but quick question. Yo. There's like a brief moment in this movie where they act like they're going to go down the road of like, he's just crazy and this is in his head. And they like, they left that pretty quick. But what did you think about that? That was actually my uh, crackpot theory of the reconciling of the two storylines that everything that ja- that Ash was seeing was actually like his like delusions that he's just totally lost it, and that up until when Bobby Joe and Jake when he accidentally shoots Bobby Joe, that's just like him kind of like spazzing out like a a crazy. Um, this was my theory too. So nice, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. Because in the beginning, I thought he just lapses in memory or something and brings people up to this cabin and murders them because he has delusions that they've turned into a demon or something. And so he's like subconsciously justifying mm-hmm. it because who's that now memento? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's incepting himself up there in that cabin <laughs> to kill these people. I'll say this too. And I think, uh, Sam Raimi's pretty freaking lucky on a lot of levels, but he's pretty lucky that, uh, Bruce Campbell was one of his best friends and is also happens to be one of like the best, slapstick kind of comedians that I've seen, you know what I mean, of the 80s. Like, he's flipping himself around, smashing plates in his face. I love it. Do you think Jim Carrey pulls from him sometimes? The hand thing is the claw from Liar Liar. And like his eyes, I don't know, there's something there. It's the exact same thing. I don't know, that's what I thought, but he's he does a lot of uh, like physical comedy and stuff, so I think that's like something to admire because not everybody can do that. He's tossing himself around this kitchen and stuff and breaking stuff across his head. So I I enjoyed. <laughs> I didn't mention that. Hey, Pappy, I actually I yeah. enjoyed the hand dragging him across the floor. I thought that looked really cool. <laughs> why does his hand talk did he get that from like no it's that's adam i'm thinking adam's family that's it and cousin thing combined that was the best part of the movie for me and i gotta think that bruce campbell has been doing some bouldering too just dragging his whole body across (laughs) the floor with his fingers bruce campbell's seen higher so many times (laughs) his strength is outrageous stevie is the hand actually saying anything uh there or is it just mumbly? I think it's just it's just like mumbling. Yeah, that's like the way I always took it. And I love when he stabs it. I thought they caught a couple words. Well, which I thought I heard the f word one time. <laughs> that's all I thought I heard. I but I love the projecting. part where he stabs it through the hand and uh, eventually goes at it with a chainsaw. Which I mean, I, I think the hand part is probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. Is it? Is that where he has a look on his face and he's just getting soaked in blood and he's like smiling with the chainsaw? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's doing the who's laughing now. Mm-hmm. Wait, the the blood was when he shot the hand through the wall and it all shot out at him, right? Mm. Yeah, when like flips yeah, him off the knife part. When I it goes from like red to black and sucks back in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve, is there anything else about them going crazy you wanted to say, or should we get into where uh, Henrietta comes into the story? Sweet, sweet Henrietta. Because I know you, Ash going crazy is your favorite part. <laughs> uh, I mean. Do you really think he was going crazy? It was like delusions and none of that was happening? I don't know. I mean, like, did you like the claymation? Like, the scenes? Because that's part of it, too, right? Like, out in the woods. I know Brett hated it. He wrote that in his letterbox review. He gave this movie he a half a star. He hates the claymation? Whoa. Whoa. You gave it half a, a star, half, Brett? Spoiler alert. A half a star. The lowest <laughs> possible you can give a movie is what Brett gave this. There's nothing redeeming in this film at all. Hey, <laughs> Nothing redeeming, Brett. I just want to point something out that Brett's favorite vegetable is a potato. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong? I mean, it's not really a vegetable. It's kind of a joke, but Pappy, man, sell me out. I don't. I don't know. Hey, what about the claymation, Brett? You you hated it so much. There's that lady (laughs) dancing in the woods or whatever. Was that so bad? First of all, I don't like claymation at all. I'm, there's a movie I really liked as a kid, and rewatching it so bad because the claymation so bad. I just don't like it. Mac and me? God, no. Uh, Clash You've of lost Titans. your childhood wonder. You've lost if, it. If you guys, hey, if you talk this movie up and make me think twice about it, it might get a full star. Okay. <laughs> what was that? What was that movie, Brett? No, Brett. But like that, you hated. I, I feel like there's a lot of great production that goes into this movie. Clay Fighters for SNES. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good game. Clash of the Titans. Oh, uh, this. Like I a mean, does anybody movie, else think it? like they pulled off a lot of great, like a lot of great, um, just like visual effects were pulled off? I mean, I don't know how they did half of it. Like, I meant, like, practical effects. Let's talk about a great practical effect in Henrietta, because this is where she shows up. So, like I mentioned, Ash accidentally shoots uh, Billy Joe, or whatever her name is, and then he gets thrown in the basement, and uh, the party comes to realize that it's actually a haunted cabin, and that Henrietta's buried in the basement, and everyone starts screaming, dead by dawn. Um, Henrietta was actually played by Sam Raimi's brother, and they were talking mm. about how difficult it was to be in the uh, those prosthetics. And at one point, at the end of shooting, they take off this foot uh, that he was wearing, uh, Henry had his foot, and they turn it upside down and just like a waterfall of sweat <laughs> fucking Fuck pours that. out. No. Jordan, how would you describe the look of Henrietta for someone who has never seen Evil Dead before? What does she look like? Uh, out of 10. 10 Bruce out of Falange. 10. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bruce <laughs> Hot or not? Swipe left or right? Uh, I mean, definitely swipe super like right. Um, I mean, she is bloated, I would say, <laughs> is the word. Um, so hot. Grotesque. <laughs> so um, soft. <laughs> the, I think that the claymation towards the end when she like grows a 20-foot neck is pretty good. Um, the rest of the time she, like, you can kind of just see her head poking through the, the cellar door. Um, and that's also pretty gross. Yeah. There's a point when her head grows where it looks exactly like a scene I've seen in an old movie where like a dinosaur is fighting like a caveman 
It's yeah. really horrible looking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Is that the part where it starts making the monkey noises too? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> those are definitely monkey noises. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like claymation and like the yeah, the it's person like the, isn't it's interacting like the, with it very well. It's like the original Jurassic Park movie from 1918. That's what it looks like. <laughs> what? Go look it up. Go look I it up. Seen that. A silent film, a silent movie from like the early 1910s. 1910s. It was called Jurassic Park. Yep, it was and, not called. Really? Yes, 100%. Is it called Dinosaurs, uh, A Fun-Filled Trip Back in Time? <laughs> so this is Lies. the second reboot of Jurassic Park? <laughs> yeah. Pretty Brad much. I didn't even know about dinosaurs back then. Jurassic Park, 19... Brett, how many 10. stars did you give it on Letterboxd? Probably more than I half a star? I haven't seen it. Oh. Uh, Where the heck is this stupid movie? Yeah, Josh, I know what you're talking about. Happy that half a star is hurting you right now. Gosh dang it, I better find this. Not as much as trying to Google Jurassic Park 1918 is hurting the flow of this podcast. <laughs> it really is, but it's bothering me because I feel like Brett, Brett is just peddling lies. If we had Chuck Freebie right now, he'd be able to get us back on track really quickly. The master of segues. That's what we need. Well, actually, that's kind of funny because the movie does kind of slow to a halt at this point. Ash gets out of the basement, and then like things really slow down Dang it. right when they're going into the bedroom. It's like a 24-second, like, at least, maybe even more, like, pause as he goes into the bedroom, huh. and then Bobby, Joe, and Jake like pop in the bedroom, and then uh, the ghost of... Oh, God, I'm sorry. What's her name? The ghost Nobi? of Annie's, Annie's father shows up, and he's like... You need to read the pages <laughs> to save my soul. I actually kind of like that part. Um, by the way, it's called The Lost World. I apologize. It's from 1925. Man. It's, okay. it's Arthur Conan Doyle. So I was kind of right. So you got the name wrong and the year wrong. Isn't that the, the movie that Will Ferrell remade? That's Land of the no. Lost. Yeah. Same the thing. Stacks. Anyway, let's keep going. Those Those the I actually yeah. kind of liked that ghost part you're talking about uh pappy i don't know why it's really corny but because it know. reminds you of star wars <laughs> which part Ooh, the, sacred text. the sacred oh. text <laughs> <laughs> only you can say father there is a dark spirit here that wants to destroy you. Your salvation lies there. The pages of the book recite the passages. Dispel the evil. Save my soul. So then Bobby Joe like disappears and we see that she's being sucked into the trees. Um, that was amazing. Jordan, <laughs> do you want to talk about the lack of rape in this movie compared to the first one? <laughs> they nerfed the trees. They nerfed the trees. I was so happy about the <laughs> their restraint and not showing the tree rape in this, this movie. Um, Evil Dead 1... Mm-hmm. 
the implication way though. way too much tree <laughs> rape in that one um, lots of implications I was, I was glad they left it out this time it looked like it was about to happen i'm glad they kind of went away from it i fully yeah, expected they ripped it. her shirt what what happens to bobby joe exactly because she kind of just disappears she kind of a tree eats her but that's the end of it she doesn't come back as a zombie she or gets smash cut to the necronomicon what did sam raimi <laughs> say that uh that scene was envisioned for a man and it was going to be a lot more brutal um, it was going to rip them in half, but since it was a woman, they made it less. That's like what I bone re- tomahawk. Bone, 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 bone. Well, 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 Jake is useless the rest of the movie, so why don't they just have him get split in half? He's That'd a pig farmer. You can't kill him off that quickly. They need quickly. him to pr- provide a geyser of blood. <laughs> True. That's the most blood. For he has to stick season. around to get back st- or stabbed straight in the gut from his only ally in the movie. <laughs> 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 he does have a lot of blood. I think we did forget to, to talk about the part where, like, the blood just shoots out of the fucking wall. Did we? Where it's like a guy. How many He's different colors soaked. of blood are in this movie? There's black, green, there's red. It looks like there's fruit punch, there's and then green. there's ink. <laughs> 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 yeah. Those are the two colors I was spotting. There's like green, red. I think there's some blue in there somewhere. Black. There's some blue. The- yeah, just but there are different shades of red. Let's just talk about red for a little while. <laughs> Soda pop, punch. You guys, not all demon blood is the same. All demon blood matters. <laughs> well, a guy is forced to spill a lot of blood in the rest of the movie. Brett, what did you send to the group thread? Brett just posted a picture in the middle of the podcast. Is what is Jurassic Park, The Lost World, nineteen twelve. <laughs> Brett won't let it die. <laughs> Kill it that's, if you that's must. Jake Brett. stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> like I was. Oh wow, it's a gif. Nice. Gifts back then. Like I was saying, yeah, Jake gets stabbed here. <laughs> In this next scene, and it, it's kind of a cool scene because it like parallels earlier when Bobby Joe got shot. It's like a mistaken identity. Annie thinks that it's uh, Ash, who's back to being possessed. Um, so Jake kind of gets his comeuppance for for losing his mind and making everyone go look for Bobby Joe. Uh, he's like drug across the floor after he gets stabbed, and then um, he's I don't know like, what exactly happens to him with Henrietta. Is she like eating him? Because it's another bloody moment. Like it shoots out of the basement. So about the giant geyser, I think yeah. she just bit him straight in the jug, and that's how much blood happens when you get cut there. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think she shapeshifted into That's the only logical explanation chipper. I have. <laughs> no, she turned into a wood chipper and Steve Buscemi. I think she turned his insides into his outsides <laughs> and threw him outside. <laughs> right before that, there's like a 30 second scene of the lead female dragging him across the floor and like yelling at him to shut up. Which is Annie. like a really weird scene too. Just shut up. Just shut up. She's getting like more frustrated, even though she's the one that stabbed him and he's like, I can't breathe. Uh, <laughs> shut up! Shut up! So weird. Side the windows. 
Check the windows. He's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Ash is cured by the power of love because he finds um, the necklace that he originally gave Linda. Um, and then he has to persuade an Ash-wielding Annie that he's okay. <laughs> that was hilarious. Then probably the best sequence in the movie, Stevie, as you said, what Edgar Wright holds or owes his own career to. Uh, they get ready to carve themselves up a witch. Do you want to describe that sequence, Stevie? I'm not saying this is the first movie to ever do it, but I imagine Edgar Wright, I, I, I something Edgar Wright would have a career, but it wouldn't be the same. It's very identical to what Edgar Wright does in all of his movies. They do like quick cuts of different things. And he's like assembling his like, um, his chainsaw He's getting a sawed off shotgun ready, uh, doing like minor different, like uh, they do a couple different power tools in the mix. But I mean, there's very quick cuts, which Edgar Wright has based his whole career off of. It's kind of like close-up sound effect. Close-up sound effect. Yes, close-up close sound, sound effect. Close-up sound effect. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, Guy Ritchie does that sometimes, too. But I like it. I really like that style of editing. Yeah. I uh, I thought it was really well done in this movie. And I love the part where um, he chops off his sawed-off shotgun. And what's the other, What's the actress's name? Is it Annie? Annie, yeah. yeah. Annie, Annie okay. looks super aroused <laughs> at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she her boyfriend pumped. died like an hour ago, dude, he's not—he's not Ashley Williams. All right, it's all upgrade. that matters. <laughs> Total upgrade, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yes. And this, of course, has like the most iconic line of the movie. Groovy. Groovy. Jordan, I, I know you didn't like this movie. What was your gut reaction when Ash said groovy? Was it, fuck this movie? Did uh, it make you smile? I mean, this was the part of the movie where I started to laugh a lot more. So kind of starting with- There we uh, go. There you go. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the second half of the movie was- Oh, my God. I, it was a lot different. I laughed a lot, actually. Um, you can have fun with movies? Groovy. <laughs> That's what, that's what it's Groovy. all about, Mikey. Um, no, I thought it was good. Do you like how they linger on his face for like five seconds after he says it and his jaw's just kind of working? Chewing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. imaginary guy. Did anyone else catch before they like uh, even go in the shed to say carve up a witch? They show Ash and Army of Darkness. Like mm-hmm. in the drawing yeah. on the text. In the prophecy. She's like, yeah, yeah he, they say he fell from the skies and it's Ash with a chainsaw and a shotgun. <laughs> I took a screenshot of that, and we'll post that on Instagram. I mean, what a great build-up to your third movie. He's such a cute little like cartoon character, too, Ash. <laughs> it's like yeah. a little smile on his face, which is not the way he He has like, the, the same looks. ripped clothes. It's awesome. Yeah. But he has kind of a meta, like a meta, like, like line there, too. Meta. Wait, what? He has Josh, kind of a f- would you call this a meta movie? He, would you describe kind of, this as a meta movie, Josh? I don't know, but he has a funny line where he's like, <laughs> that guy's kind of an idiot something when he sees that picture <laughs> like he didn't finish the job i gotta finish the job <laughs> so like i said he carves up the witch in the final fight uh he tosses a stack of loose leaf paper up to april uh miraculously up a flight of stairs and it stays together uh but then that's old right paper thinks- pat that's papyrus i guess yeah so right when he's walking up the stairs when he thinks it's done um the witch grabs him 
and the Ents of the forest are attacking. <laughs> April reads the first line, but like shit's kind of going to hell. Um, and just when you, just when things are about to at their darkest, uh, she gets stabbed in the back by the one hand. of the hands. It, it was a back. hand of the witch. Was it a hand of the witch, or was it the same hand? It was her it was mom. Bruce Campbell's hand, I think. Was it Bruce Campbell's? I thought it was Bruce Campbell's, but it could have been the mom's. I thought it was her mom's mm. hand that they, they show it getting cut off. I thought it was a severed hand. Either way. <laughs> either way. She gets he, she gets stabbed in the back. Um, Luke Skywalker's so hand. She's not able to open the Fortnite rift. Um, but she, <laughs> at the very last second, whispers uh, the words... Okay, first of all, does, does he have a gray streak in his hair, or is it the lighting? Yes, I kept gray going back streak. and forth. He has I can't a gray tell. streak. Gray streak? He's so terrified of what he sees, he gets a gray <laughs> streak in his hair. <laughs> is that because Sam Raimi knew face? the next movie wasn't coming out for like 12 years, so he needed to age him a little bit? Or... What? Was it really that long in between movies? I thought it was like five or six. Find out next year on Spooky. <laughs> 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 You're probably right. I mean, okay, so yeah, so then he gets he gets sucked five years into, later. We talked about good call. We still get sucked into the past. Um, the the prophecy has come true. Uh, some like goes to the crusades. Deadite, yeah, like a deadite flies up to him and he shotguns it at the last second, and then they hail him as his king, and he screams no. Um, anything else from that final? We breezed over a lot there, from the ends all the way up to the. The Renaissance, or whatever it is, anything that what stuck out to you. About the giant guys? head that was trying to eat. Yeah, dude, that thing was nasty. The one that looks like Red Skull mixed with a snake. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> looks like the heads in Mario Brothers Two that like came off the wall and chased you. Anybody? We have a young audience, Brett. Like they get shot out of the thing that went warp. Would get shot out? No, they're like the the sun things that. Or were they like fairy looking things? Oh man, you like go the down. Sun? You go down into. Just send a, thing. a picture of the. Just send a picture of the group thread again and dear all the pods. <laughs> After I don't. Yeah. I thought Josh would know what I was talking about. I thought. I think you have your Mario references switched. I don't, but the sun is definitely no, in the it's third. Not a sun. One. It's like a little the mask. Sun that about a you. bone Goomba. It's like a, you go down, you go down into the <laughs> pot. Like the toad hat. No. Oh yeah, yeah you're in the, the desert, bone goomba. You go in yeah, the, the face. desert. The desert ones. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a little mask, guys. Get with it. Thank you, Brett. Anybody else <laughs> with any <laughs> top notch? Any final thoughts uh, on the last part? We're all like, I think everyone is an IU grad. Oh, minus Stevie. So. The Michigan Sorry. State reference at the beginning, kind of like in the first movie, was pretty cool, but also I hate Michigan State, so it kind of sucked. Just yeah. want to point that out. She does get murdered, so... It's like it was a Purdue reference. She's wearing, like, panties and then a long sleeve shirt with also a Michigan State t-shirt over the top of that. She's a freshman. <laughs> Bruce Campbell panties? is a senior. T- <laughs> Bruce Whoa. Campbell's a senior. <laughs> Bruce Campbell's a professor, and she's a... <laughs> oh, yeah, for oh, sure. <laughs> All right, any other final thoughts? I have here that this was actually uh, funded by Stephen King, in part. Uh, he had the quote on the first movie poster that we mentioned, but uh, they were having trouble 
procuring the funds to make this movie and Stephen King jumped in and helped to pay for it. Um, yeah. Was that alcohol Stephen King or cocaine Stephen King? This is Coke Stephen King, baby. 80s Stephen <laughs> King. Coke Stephen King. All right. Woo! All right. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Ric Flair Stephen King. Wasn't that night at the end uh, Sam Raimi? Yeah, it was. The fir- the, uh, it was the first night to approach him. What's the explanation for uh, deadites flying around in olden times? Like in this movie, it's because they There's open up There's evil there, Brett. Okay. I'm, I'm- <laughs> I'm not criticizing, I'm asking. You're going to have to stick around for Army of Darkness. Yeah, I just don't know why Brett thinks he knows what was flying around several hundred years ago. Well, he just posted a, a GIF from several hundred years ago, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything's possible. I am that old. <laughs> I don't remember seeing it. I am a Highlander. <laughs> why won't anybody right, fight me? Let's get into the yes or no. <laughs> One last uh, quick shout out to The Gore, The Merrier, which is the name of the Evil Dead 2 making of documentary. The Gore, The Merrier. I love that. But Brett, let's get out of the way. Well, well, first of all, I wasn't going to like go through this movie and pod just rip on the movie. I'm not like that, but you kind of forced me to I do like that. I like when you do that. No, I, I, like I usually like opinions, movies. Uh, I also want to apologize for my audio. I did not plug my microphone in. Sorry, fans. Uh, this is... Uh, yeah, and you texted stuff. me about it right at the beginning of the podcast. I was like all stressed out. And then I'm like, is it recording? And then you didn't answer for five minutes. So I was extra stressed <laughs> out. I'm <laughs> the host. I was quiet for, like proper, the first, Brett. quiet for the first you 20 minutes fine. because I was trying to figure it out. Um, we delete Brett's track sadly anyways. Is a, is a no his, for me. His <laughs> mics are set up earlier in the... <laughs> are set up elsewhere in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I just didn't plug it in. <laughs> At least Brett wasn't making popcorn this time. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Brett, it's a no. (laughs) I said talk over. Yeah, sadly, it's a no. Uh, Sadly. It wasn't entertaining enough to fall on the so bad it's good. I didn't find it funny, like, at all. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. No, don't. You don't, don't, Brett, you don't have to apologize to me. You just have to apologize to everyone who listens to this podcast and hates you now. I like Bruce Campbell, though. Well, were you Bruce surprised, Bruce Campbell Brett? will listen. Sorry, real quick, Brett, were you surprised by how much this is loved on Letterboxd? Like, this is like a 4.4 4 or something crazy. It's got like, I, so many five-star reviews. I was, and reviews. I saw, like, it got like a 100 review. Uh, What's-His-Face from Chicago gave it like a 80. Uh, on my DirecTV, it said it had 98% of Rotten Tomatoes, so... I just, I don't know. I guess I expected more. If what? I would have known that, maybe it would have been different, but probably not. Brett the Contrarian. Stevie, you yes or no? Well, can you let everybody else go first? I'll go at the end before you. No, you're next on my list. Oh. <laughs> oh fine. <laughs> I absolutely love this movie. Um, this is like everyone's dreams who loves movies, which is to go out and make it like a, I wouldn't say... Like a small budget film, but a lower budget film with all your best friends. I mean, it sounds like the honest dream. That's what they did. These movies are fun to watch. And uh, I think it was Jordan brought up a good point. Like the shifts, like there's like a tonal shift halfway through the movie where it becomes much more comedic. And it really filters into Army of Darkness nice if you watch them back to back where it's just all comedy and action. Um, I just like campy B movies, especially from the '80s. So this is a hell yes. I love this trilogy. So we're at one no, one yes. I'll chime in with my yes. Uh, I think actually, Stevie, you touched on what I had written down that like 
I, I you're rooting for Sam Raimi after watching like the first one, which is just straight up a student low budget film. Yeah, and I see him make this, and then to know he goes on to become like a mega millionaire and make superhero movies. That's pretty cool, and it's just a guy I got you root for. And I think that what what really bothered me about Brett's half a star review is that if nothing else, even if you hate this kind of movie, even if you hate like the the campiness and everything, the camera work cannot be denied is is brilliant the, the the camera movements the shots the whip pans the cuts everything that's done with the camera whether you appreciate it or not it's it's really well i moved it up to i moved it to one even star it's, by the way well that's good to hear so oh wow letterbox appreciates your input. no backbone <laughs> yes for me mikey you have a letterbox what did you give this i want to know mikey's theory what's mikey's theory he said oh, it. Oh, we already it said the, it was the same as Pappy's where he thinks he murders or okay, he my thinks bad. these people are demons and he murders them. I still uh, thunder. Yeah, I, I have a letterbox and I gave this like a four and a half stars, I think. And uh, yeah, I love this movie because it's fun and it's gory and there's lots of funny kills and funny moments. And like Pap said, there's lots of crazy camera tricks and camera movement and stuff like that, which isn't in every movie. like. The reason this movie is so much fun is because it is low budget and they take a lot of risks that low budget movies have to take because they have no other way of uh, getting a point across or getting a shot or they got to get inventive with stuff. So these kind of movies take a lot lot of fun risks and Sam Raimi, he made Spider-Man 3, which is a shitty movie, but these movies are really fun. So. (laughs) Spider-Man 2 is one of the greatest superhero movies ever yeah, made. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 is awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like this movie. I like this whole trilogy, so I give it a yes. Three yes, one no. Jordan, who hails from North Carolina, where do you land? I mean, as we mentioned earlier, all proceeds from the pod going to Florence victims. Heaven um, for Devin. Heaven for <laughs> Devin. It's so dark that you say that. We have no proceeds. We're at literally all negative proceeds. $150. <laughs> If we did make money, uh, um, we would so, reimburse Pappy for <laughs> carrying the pod on his back for the last well, two yeah. profits from the pod. All proceeds go to Kevin for Devin <laughs> recovery fund. This is one of the weirdest kind of experiences with a movie that I've had for this podcast, I think, because the first 45 minutes of this movie, probably I was pissed. I hated Evil Dead 1. And I really didn't like the first half of this movie. Um, the second half had me laughing quite a bit, but it's still going to be a no. Um, <sighs> just because I... It's, it's, was that snaps back there, Brett? <laughs> Were you rooting for this movie to fail on the pod, Brett? <laughs> oh, no, that's that like you can't Brett relate to that, Steve. Brett is the underminer from Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Brett uh, snapping I, is the most pompous <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. The, I think the, 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 the campiness or whatever of the first half of the movie doesn't quite get redeemed in the second half. It all is a little dumb, even though I had some good laughs in there. So it's, it's a soft no. Three to two, Josh, it comes down to you. Well, this is one of the movies that kind of comes down the middle for me. I like Jordan hated the first one with no plot this one at the beginning i was starting to hate a lot and just knowing that like 
you, and especially Stevie, liked it a lot. I really wanted to hate this really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But ultimately, I think what you said, Pappy, about all the... Like, I don't think it's well-crafted, necessarily, everything they do with all the, the camera movement and all the tricks. But I do love... Like, I don't know if there's another movie with this much variety of type of camera shots, tricks, moments, and sure, the plot falls apart, but, like, the movie knows that the plot is falling apart, and um, it's a fun movie to watch. It's hard for me to say that I'd recommend it to everyone I saw, but um, for me, it did become a enjoyable movie by the end, and the ending is so weird after Groovy and then, like, through the portal, and it ends on, like, this really strange not cliche note that the first one did um it had me won over by the end and i'm sorry i thought it was evil dead 3 army of darkness have you seen army of darkness though yes nice it's four to three josh what kind of food is that it's four to two four Four to two two. sorry (laughs) my fingers and i think that's a pickle rick that's a baked potato pickle rick all right oh yeah it's gotta be a potato potato. A baked potato with some slightly like a warmed old, up old uh, sour I'm cream. On it. It's like a mm-hmm. microwave. Like when some did, did potatoes not be tasty? Why? I mean, why is that like something to make fun of people for? <laughs> oh God, Brett likes potatoes. Let's have a quick PSA, oh my gosh! Because I think Stevie could really help. Okay, PSA potatoes. for the audience: <laughs> Brett is Irish. I'm just saying Stevie, with his knowledge, could help some of the audience health if he dropped the knowledge. If you're all out there eating potatoes, stop. <laughs> <laughs> You'll live longer. Go, go drink a bunch of beer, fact. though. You'll be all right. All right. Yeah. From the corrections department, we have a YouTube comment from a rando. Actually, a person not a friend of the pod, Cudado. This is on the <laughs> Highlander episode hosted by Stevie. Entertaining app. I have a few thoughts, though. Canon had nothing to do with the production or making of this film. They were only the, only the distributors. And he cites the source. The film print Ooh. they've used for most of the home releases just happens to have the logo, so it's been kept into most of the digital releases. Uh, second point he makes, Braveheart has armies meeting in battle. This was only two clans slash villages clashing. Not really a fair comparison. Third point he makes, CGI in 1986. Please, I don't think so. <laughs> More like practical and hand-painted animated effects. And last point he made, no mention of the duel at Boston Common, for shame, smiley face. You know, I felt like you, like, shook my hand and kicked me in the dick there, Cudado. You're like, I understand <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> 100%. That was fun, but let me tell you yeah. why it sucked. Maybe he could talk about it on his hey, podcast. Hey, well, in all fairness, we don't know anything about movies. No, I... I appreciate the feedback. Yeah, me too. You Just guys listen it. on YouTube, and and I'm glad that we righted the wrong. So our legion of listeners who listen to both those episodes won't have that misconception. Another quick feedback: Instagram. I just thought this comment was worth reading on the podcast. Stevie Bone Tomahawk had the best trivia st- segment. Salty Josh, LOL. That's from our friend Kylo Rem's memes. Kylo really. <laughs> <laughs> Bone they Tomahawk, like the trivia? Best, best trivia, Salty Josh, LOL. And Josh was salty. salty that. that is awesome. I'm glad people like Tag it. That's awesome. <laughs> no, speaking of trivia, <laughs> speaking of trivia, I'm wheeling out the spoilers, spooky spoilers trivia board. 
Uh, for those of you listening at home, it's a giant board that looks like the Jeopardy board, except it's orange. It's got 69 spooky questions on it. <laughs> Brett, do you know why, why I picked 69 questions? Uh, just a great number, I guess. It's the year of Woodstock, Brett. Yeah, I was because I couldn't come up with 420 questions, Brett. That's why. <laughs> so here are the rules: two strikes, you're out, but you get one fifty-fifty and one pass. So you can pass a question on the next person. These Such intricate. <laughs> multiple choice. The order Ooh. is Mikey, or sorry, excuse me. The order is Josh, Brett, Stevie, Jordan, Mikey. Mikey, you can make any adjustments to this order you'd like because you are the most uh, longest since you've hosted. Mikey, what was the last episode you hosted? I don't know. Wasn't that in July? Mikey, for reference, (laughs) Jordan... Uh, No, I'm not going to mess with the order. No, I'm messing... I like it. So So what? Josh... break of the order. 150-50, one pass, and... That's it. 150-50, one pass, and one strike. And so your second strike is you're done. Okay, cool. You're done. You're out. All right, Josh, Brett, Stevie, Jordan, Mikey. So the games. Let's roll through these. Baseball. Josh, your first question. How many Got species it. of bat are known? 12, 120, 1,200, or 12,000? Were there bats in this movie? <laughs> no, it's just spo- spooky questions. <laughs> I googled things about Halloween. Incorrect. That's the first strike. Doesn't use a lifeline. Horrible strategy. It was 1,200 <laughs> bats are known. Brett. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Josh has a story. A lot of bats. Sherlock Holmes is the most portrayed character in the history of television and movies combined. What spooky character is number one in movies alone? Is it A, Frankenstein, B, Hamlet, C, Dracula, or D, Jesus Christ? Are you saying Jesus Christ is spooky? He's a zombie. So spooky. He rose from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you said he's a spooky character? Which yeah, which is the which is the number one character in the history of movies? He's a most ghostly movies, spirit. Most appearances: Frankenstein, Hamlet, Dracula, Jesus. What is Hamlet? Is Hamlet scary? I don't. I'm yeah, so he's, uneducated. He's I don't Dude, know. He comes back <laughs> as a ghost, man. Uh, uh, Brett, I'll do a 50-50. All right, it's not Hamlet and it's not Jesus. Is it Frankenstein or Dracula? Dracula. <laughs> Correct. Brett has used you should have said it's either Dracula or Jesus. That'd have been a trick question. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, Stevie. How many uh, victims it's... did Jeffrey Dahmer claim? Is it A seven, B ten, C thirteen, D seventeen? Jeffrey Dahmer, cannibal. Yeah. Seven, ten, thirteen, seven. That's a dude from Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think he was in Milwaukee. Ah, uh, give me a fifty-fifty. <laughs> it's not. Seven, it's not ten. It's either thirteen or seventeen. Ooh. So it's a, a lot. It's Yeah, it's quite <laughs> a bit. Um nom, 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 I nom, think nom. they awarded like hundred and thirty four million dollars to families, but they couldn't pay it. So let's go with seventeen. Correct. Good job. Steve uses his fifty fifty. Jordan, what film topped AFI's one hundred years, one hundred thrills list? Is it A Jaws? B the Exorcist? C, The Silence of the Lambs, or D, Psycho? 100 Years, 100 thil- Thrills from the American that Film Institute. That's a tough one. That is a pass. tough one. All right, uh, that goes to Mikey. You can also pass. You can pass. You, you can no, You can pass a pass. It's a very important part of the game. Yeah, I'll pass. I'll pass that pass. <laughs> the pass has been passed to Josh. Josh, I'll pass it to the left-hand side. 
What film topped the AFI's 100 Years 100 Thrills list? Jaws, The Exorcist, The Silence of the Lambs, or Psycho? Josh has all of his lifelines. And one strike. <laughs> Pass. Oh, God. Okay, so Brett. Don't do what this. What film topped the AFI's 100 Years 100 Thrills th- th- list? Jaws, Exorcist. Get it to go all the way back to Jordan. <laughs> Start the left, Psycho. Brett. I, I, I want to pass, but I think I know the answer. in a row. Pass it. Go for it. I think the answer if he, is... If oh, he misses, can, oh, can oh, I... Oh, go ahead. No, if well, he misses, can I steal? Sure. No. No, there's no steals. Oh. It's just not strikes. <laughs> I believe the answer is Psycho. And the answer, Brett gave us correct. Bold. Wow. Bold play. Ballsy Psycho choice. <laughs> Hands off the keyboard, Brett. Stevie, now it goes to you. (laughs) How many films did Bela Lugosi appear in? Is it A, 53, B, 103, C, 153, or D, 203? All of those are crazy. He was was the original Dracula, right? Mm -hmm. And he's also parodied in uh, Ed Wood. Great movie. Sad guy. 53, 103, 153, 203. 203. I'm sorry, Steve. That's your first strike. It was 103. Such a uh, bullshit question. Jordan, according to <laughs> Pumpernook.com, Pumpernook.com, I'm sorry. <laughs> approximately, Get the source right. How big was the biggest pumpkin ever grown? Was it A, 1,100 1, pounds, B, 3,200 pounds? Sorry, I don't know why these aren't in order. <laughs> it's A, 1,100 pounds, B, 3,200 pounds. C, 2,600 pounds, or D, 1,500 pounds. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, uh, okay. Ele- can you, can you 1, say them again? No, I just need to write it down. Okay. 1,100, 3,200, 2,600, or 1,500 pounds. Biggest pumpkin. 1,132, 26, or 1,500. Uh, Jesus. The biggest, biggest pumpkin? pumpkin? You have your 50-50, right? Is this including the great pumpkin? Mm-hmm. This may have been the Great Pumpkin or the Carriage Pumpkin from that movie from Disney. Mm. Cinderella. Cinderella. 1100. That's unfortunately not correct. It's 2600. Is that your first strike, Jordan? I need you guys to keep track of this. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm (laughs) trying to keep track of you. All right. Mikey, which of these films, which which of these is the highest rated horror film on Letterboxd? Or which of these is the highest rated? A, Get Out. B, The Shining, C, Psycho, D, Alien, as, as rated by the users on Letterboxd. Get out, The Shining, Psycho, Alien. Uh, the Shining. Incorrect. I think Ooh. Mikey, is that two that's strikes? Yes, yeah, that's what I would have said. Yeah. That's one. Good uh, guess. That's one stream, isn't it? That's one he strike, passed. sorry. Yeah. First strike. Uh, yeah, he passed. It's Psycho was the right answer, Psycho. Can we get so a handle Psycho, psycho two answers tonight. Hmm. Can we get a handle Josh? on passes and 50-50s here? Yeah. What's what's everybody got? I have Josh, I have I got a, a pass 50, left 50. and I have a strike. I have zero okay. strikes Steve. and a pass left. Josh, one strike, one fifty-fifty. Steve, you, I've got one strike and a fifty-fifty left. I think Mikey, Mikey has the same strike and a fifty-fifty. Okay, cool. Josh, back to you. In what year was the horror production Blumhouse company founded? Is it A, 1995, B, 2000, C, 2005, or D, 2010? 
city city. <laughs> uh, let's go 2000 or 2005. Oh, I'd have missed it. 2000. In the year 2000. That's correct. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just like one more thing. Day. Okay, there it is. All right. Uh, Brett. What is the world record for the largest gathering of witches? Is it A, 1,607, B, 11,607, C, 21,607, or D, 31,607 spooky witches all gathered together? (laughs) (laughs) Spooky cat ladies all gathered together. Uh, I will pass. Stevie. World record for witches. No, he hasn't used it. 1,607. Pass. Oh, fuck. Jordan. Can you say the numbers again? I'm not going out on a question like that. 1,607. 11,607. 21,607. 31,607. 50-50. Is it... 31,607 or 1,607. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you say the question again? <laughs> what Largest is the gathering world of witches, record for spooky witches all gathered in one place together? <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. <sighs> to be fair, Pappy doesn't know if they're spooky or not. That's editorializing. Are... I saw the... Well... <laughs> I saw the article. These are all hand researched by Pappy. <laughs> so they're greasy. They're all greasy. Yeah, so so are, these are <laughs> bullshit 2017 questions. Much Pap grease. I heard there was a big witch gathering this year, actually, since you made these questions. Um, uh, the, the lower one. Correct. 1,607. Oh. You can't get 31,000 witches together. You know what would Dude, happen? it's illegal. <laughs> Come on. That's it's a pretty illegal. spooky place. That would be too spooky, yeah. Come on. All right, I think it's Mikey. one of the amendments. Kill Which of these? Come back. <laughs> there were, I mean, in an effort to get to 420, and I gave up in settling on 69, there were some pretty bad questions, and <laughs> loosely affiliated with Halloween questions, Mikey... <laughs> Which of these is an actual flavor of Kit Kat you can buy oh, in Japan? No. <laughs> Ooh, I might know this. Spooky! Sushi. Spooky Japan! Godzilla! Is it A, sushi, B, sake, C, whiskey, or D, underpants? <laughs> okay, 50-50. Actual flavor of Kit Kat. Is it sake or underpants? I'm going to go Saki. Correct. I thought oh. you might fall for the old underpants gag. <laughs> so I'm Back all out of lifelines. Got to move my order down. Back up to the top at Josh. Uh, which of these costumes was the most popular, according to Cosmopolitan Magazine, in the year 1996? A, Ghostface from Scream. B, The Power Rangers. C, Aladdin. Or D, Michael Jordan. Is Michael Jordan blackface? How can Jordan be costume? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When you said, when you said Cosmopolitan, spooky. I fully ex- expected like sexy cat. <laughs> yeah, well. What is the actual question though? Which is the most 
famous costume. According to Cosmopolitan Magazine, which was the most popular costume as far as like units sold or whatever Ugh, of 1996. It's gotta be. Like, e- it's either Power Rangers or Scream. I'll do 50 50. I'm pretty sure Scream wait. was like. Do you have 50 50? I'm gonna go Scream. I'm, I'm 50 50 in myself, okay. bro. Alright, sorry. I'm gonna go with Scream. That's gotta be right. And you would you you would be correct. Nice. Is yeah! Ghostface from Scream? Yes. I remember that. That shit was everywhere. Yeah, uh, that was an Brett. easy one. That was a layup. How fast <laughs> can the Jordan. fastest bat fly? I was on the bat Wikipedia for a while. Oh my How god! How fast can the fastest <laughs> bat fly? Is it A seventy five miles per hour? B thirty five? C sixty nine or D ninety nine miles 69 per hour. Sixty nine miles or four hundred and twenty <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> Six hundred sixty six miles an hour. Nice. Seventy five, thirty five, sixty nine or ninety nine. The fastest bat. Um Bats are pretty fast, yo. I'll go and you would be incorrect. It's actually 99 miles Dang. an hour. Oh my Dang, lord. That's is, that, fast. is that your first strike? Yeah. Okay. All right, Stevie, we're up to question 13. No. This has been question 13 for two years in a row now on the Spooky Spoilers board, and nobody's picked it. <laughs> I, we, can we pick it? Can we choose? Are, well, last year we had you pick. <laughs> last year we had you pick the, the question. You can't say stuff like <laughs> that. This is budget fuck, cuts dude. this year. Budget cuts this year. You can't pick. <laughs> All proceeds. Are ghosts real? <laughs> are, are the worst ringmaster, but ask the question. Go ahead, are please. ghosts real? Question 13. Are ghosts real? A, yes. B, not anymore. <laughs> C, no. D, there are more ghosts than you think. Dude, that's a subjective question. Are ghosts real? A, yes. B, not anymore. C, no. D, there are more ghosts than you think. I refuse to answer it. Pick another this one. Is, that's a thesis fucking question. You should just Dude, answer it because you I won't get it wrong. not anymore. <laughs> I refuse to answer that on principle. Ask another question. For two years, you'll just get it right. Just pick anything. Pick any question. And they say me and Josh rig trivia. Yeah, for real, dude. Yeah, free question. Mikey could have picked the order, and it's been question thirteen for two years. I can show you the spreadsheet. (laughs) I mean, my experience would say one thing, and my knowledge would say another. What do you think? What do you think, Steve? No. Okay, you're sure. Wow. So Stevie's an atheist. A little (laughs) uncertain. Wow. Sorry, Close I thought that would minded. be way more fun. Jordan, thought we'd have more fun with that. What was the top grossing spooky <laughs> film of Wait, 2006? Is he no, he got it right. There's no, no right I got it right. They're not real. Cool, man. What? It's been a free pass for two years. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pappy, hit me with number 14. Salty Josh trivia. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the people talk about. Salty Josh on trivia. What was the top-grossing spooky film of 2006? Was it A, The Omen, B, Final Destination, C, Saw? Oh, excuse me. B, Seesaw? Final Destination 3, C, Seesaw? Saw? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm Seesaw? just going to say A, The Omen, The Omen, Final Destination 3, <laughs> Saw 3, or Silent Hill? <laughs> 2006, The Omen, Final Destination 3, Saw the 3, Omen. or Silent Hill? Incorrect. Fuck. You're out. Tim and Saw yeah, 3, dog. It was Saw 3. Bye, brother. Mikey, what was Fuck the top grossing spooky film of 2007? Was it A, 1408, B, Saw, C, 28 Weeks Later, or D, I Am Legend? Seesaw. Which Saw is that? Seesaw. The first, the, the, the first saw, saw is the choice. Oh, the first or Saw one. 4, sorry. Saw 4. <laughs> Seesaw. Uh, 
1408, soft four, 28 weeks later, I am legend. I am legend. Correct. Nice. Josh, I was really hoping Brett would get this question, but what is the biggest spider web ever discovered? <laughs> oh, my Lanta. 20 feet, 30 feet, 50 feet, or 100 square feet? They're all in square 100 feet! feet. Come nope. on, man. It's 30 feet. <laughs> That's two strikes, yeah? Stevie? Yeah, he's out. I, Brett, how many strikes do you have? One. One. According to Box Office Mojo, which of these films has the highest lifetime gross in the torture category? Oh, saw, Lord. Saw 2, Saw 3, or Hostile? <laughs> Saw one, two, three, or four. Saw <laughs> so one, two, three, or hostile. Eyes, nose, arms, or legs. I will say saw three. It was actually saw two. Ooh. So who's left? Is it Stevie and Mikey? And Josh? Yeah. Josh, I got a free, I'm Josh Josh got a free answer. Out. Josh is out. Well, well, Mikey should have switched Is there the a prove it? What if Stevie and Mikey both get out this time? There's no prove it. Absolutely. Oh. So if I miss now, Mikey wins? Which of these celebrities was not born on Halloween? God damn it, this is. I'm gonna look really bad now. A. Rob Schneider. B. My grandma Sharon and cousin Carrie. Shout out. C. Vanilla Ice or D. Polly Shore. Who was not born on Halloween? What the fuck? Rob Schneider, my grandma and my cousin Carrie. Vanilla <laughs> Ice or Polly Shore. <laughs> what movie was your grandma in? Uh, Rudy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> she played Rudy in the movie. <laughs> so, Rob Schneider, my your grandma, gram- Sharon, your, gra- your grandma Sharon, your cousin, cousin Carrie. Carrie, is that what you yeah. said? Yeah, it's yep. two people. <laughs> <laughs> so confused. <laughs> That's one answer, yeah. Or Vanilla Ice or Polly Shore, who's not a Halloween birthday. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> he gave you a free answer last time. Man. Um, okay. Uh, uh, let's go with... I don't know about your grandma sharing your cousin, Carrie. Uh, let's go with Polly Shore. Correct. Yeah. Yes! Oh, wow. Yeah, my grandma Sharon and cousin, Carrie, were both born on Halloween. Mikey, top grossing spooky film of 2008. Saw, I Am Legend Again, Prom Night, or Diary of the Dead? Saw 5, excuse me. 2008, Saw 5, Andy I Am hates, Legend, hates the Saws. Ooh, I'm going to go... Jesus, how many Saw movies are we pumping out nowadays? <laughs> uh, Too many. Saw. Correct. Yeah, I Am Legend was 2007. It would have been a better trick question if that came first, I guess. But, Stevie? Well, yeah. It's the order let's, of the cards. Let's do it. Yeah, it's still made money in 2007. Jason Blum's net worth, 50 mil, 60 mil, 70 mil, 80 mil. Who? Jason Blum, founder of Blumhouse Productions. Duh. The company that made it. I thought M. Night (laughs) founded Blumhouse. I didn't know that. Shit. Nope. Jason Blum. He's bread attacking people as he got out. Uh, Let me see. A lot of salty people (laughs) on trivia tonight. I know. I just picked the biggest spider web. I thought that would be epic. It would be cool. And right. Yep. A low ball John choice. So 50, 60, 70, 80? Mill. Oh, Blumhouse is killing it right now. Uh, let's go with 80. Mikey is your yeah, new nice. sports Mikey. trivia host. Hey. 50 mil. All right, let's 50 mil. 
throw it to Spoiler Man, and I'll come back with Mikey's choice for the movie. This is a very sad ending. Spoiler Man here. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Our spoilers hotline is 903-776-4507. That's 903-SPOIL-07. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, 1. Search for movie spoilers. 2. Click on our orange spoilers bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. 3. Leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. If you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Mikey, what's the choice for the movie? Uh, this is a movie I haven't seen, but I've heard a lot about. Um, it's a newer movie, and it's... Oh, baby. <laughs> supposedly, Tell me it's hereditary. Supposedly spooky. It's a movie called It, it Follows. Yes! I don't know if any of you guys have seen that, but it's a spooky movie, I guess. I don't know too much about it. Looking forward to it, Mikey. Ignore the haters who try to tear down your epic win, and thank you for listening. (laughs) That was Spoilers. I'm pumped for Mikey. It was a fun time. Good job. Yeah, you won. It feels good after a while. Get that monkey off your back. Get that Mikey off your back. The sacred texts! The sacred texts!